Amen. And so um, this morning's message, this series that is starting, is on that of rest. Rest. Somebody say rest. It, it just makes you feel relaxed just to say it. That's why I'm sitting down, because I rest. This is the year of what? The overcomer. It's the year. That's, that rest felt so good. Y'all said that again. Rest. It's the year of what? Rest. What's your name? Rest. It's all right. You Listen, rest in it. Amen. I know how it is. <laughs> but this, look back there real quick, is the year of what? The That's it. That's it. It's the year of uh, the overcomer um, and and. Uh, we're starting back on our overcoming series, and if I had to name this one, it would be overcoming restlessness. Okay, overcoming restlessness. This is gonna get good, so I want you. Uh, if you, I mean, if you're visiting uh, with us today from another church, I understand, but if not, I need you to be here for this entire series. Amen. I wanted to give it to you all today, but I was instructed not to. <laughs> Somebody say overcoming, overcoming. Restlessness. restlessness. Somebody say rest. rest. <laughs> All right, let's take a look at Hebrews 4, 9 through 11 really quickly. That's Hebrews 4. Um, and we're going to look at 9 through 11. Amen. Love it. Okay. It says, y'all like that? Yeah. Okay. Praise him. <laughs> That's it. It's a new season at the Watt. <laughs> there remains, therefore, a what? Rest. For whom? Are you a person of God? If not, you ought to be by the time we leave here. There remains, therefore, a rest for the people of God. For he who has entered his rest has himself also ceased from his works as God did from his. Let us therefore be diligent to enter that rest. Lest anyone fall according to the same example of disobedience. Mm, 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 mm. There remains, therefore, a rest for the people of God, for he who has entered his rest. Whose rest? That H is capital there. Uh-huh. Has himself also ceased from his works, as God did from his. I get it from my daddy. I'm resting, but I'm my daddy's son. I mean, you know, what, what, what can I say? He rested. But anyway, let us therefore be diligent. That means you have to be intentional about entering that rest. Lest anyone fall. If you don't rest, that means eventually you're going to fall. According to the same example of what? Disobedience. So that means that if I'm disobedient, if I don't adhere to this, then this must be an instruction. Amen. And so... um. Yeah, I, I haven't uh, preached at Wapsie since July 21st. That's not one. That's not two. That's not three. That's not four. 
But that's five Sundays. Grace, five Sundays. Um, I have entered a time of rest. I praise God for our illustrious anointed bishop. Amen. Amen. And for our well-equipped staff. Praise God for that. I don't understand pastors that act like they're the only one that can grab the mic on Sunday. But this isn't a pastor's meeting, so I'll move forward on that. But I praise God for Elder Arlene. I praise God for Minister First Lady Carmen, who have all stepped in and been used of God mightily, might I add, during my time of rest. When's the last time you rested? Mm -hmm. I I didn't say vacationed. I said rested. Because most of us need a vacation from the vacation. I didn't say took off. I didn't say slick leave. I mean sick leave. I said rest. Y'all shouldn't have let me rest. (laughs) I didn't say laid in bed all day, but rested. When's the last time you rested? There remaineth a rest. I wanted to title this whole thing that, but I think it was too churchy. (laughs) But if y'all hear me say it a lot, that's because that was about to be this whole thing. There remaineth, King James. A rest. Can y'all indulge me and say it with me? There remaineth remain a rest. I tell you who hasn't been resting. That old David Harrison. That's a part of why he's resting now. Do you guys know that he's the only human being in this church who doesn't get a chance to rest? I get breaks even before my sabbatical, y'all know, there are other people who preach. Brother Daquan has gotten a break. Y'all remember when Brother Cam was here and Brother Daquan got to sit and worship and sing when he wanted to. He's had opportunities for that. We have rotations for our deacons serving communion. We have rotations for our media team working the technical aspects of service. And even for the ushers on the door. Y'all seen Sister Val sitting before, right? Mm -hmm. But this man has been going forth every Sunday, every Sunday, every Sunday for two years now. And so it's time for him to rest. He be back. (laughs) But right now he's resting. And notice, just like I, he's resting, but he's here. He's resting, but he's present. He's resting, but he's connected. What are you doing when you rest? Rest is not an excuse to avoid things. It just means that you are changing the dynamic of your relationship with them at this time. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's not about avoiding. I'm I'm changing the dynamic of my relationship with it at this time. Mm -hmm. Rest. Somebody say rest. Somebody say there remaineth a rest. rest. Amen. 
And so as I was contemplating um, this time of rest, there are some things that HS spoke to me to confirm that it was necessary. And one of them was this, Joseph, you can't pour from an empty cup. And you can let that blessing hit you where it may. But for me, I knew exactly what that meant. He told me, Joseph, you can't pour from an empty cup. It makes sense, doesn't it? It sounds deep, but it's very basic. You get it? Uh-huh. If anybody knows me, some may call me a workaholic. Um, for those who have taken the master's class in WOPBI, you understand temperaments, and you understand that my temperamental makeup is one that I feel guilty when I'm not doing something. If I'm just resting, I, I feel bad. I feel like there's got to be something I should be doing. Um, I feel like uh, this can't be right. Do I have anybody who might feel like that? I, I was talking to somebody in the church, and we were talking about how we're the type of person where, I, I mean, I feel like I got to bring my laptop everywhere because I might be out, and there might be an opportunity to get something done. Mm-hmm. And so while I've been resting, there have been times where HS has said, leave your laptop. You bring it, and it's become like a security blanket because you know where you're going. You're not going to need it. You're not going to have the time to get on it. You just want to feel good about being productive. Or at least acting and looking like you are. Leave, leave that. Leave your laptop and leave your iPad because what I don't want that to do is to distract you from your reason from resting in the first place. And I don't want for it to distract you from what I have to say to you during this time of rest. Amen? Mm-hmm. And so what have I been doing with this time of rest? I have been endeavoring to be intentional about filling up. I've been endeavoring to be intentional about filling up. Um, so what does this mean? This means that I've been finding worship experiences during the week and conferences in the area and I've been dropping in on, on people's Bible studies and I started to read this amazing book that is geared uh, toward pastors not burning out. I have been praying and I have been fasting. And I've been hungry. But <laughs> Lord Jesus, I've been praying and I've been fasting I accidentally lost six pounds this week from a fast. <laughs> and I said, Lord, will I welcome all spiritual and natural benefits in the name of Jesus. <laughs> but I have been dousing myself in the things of God, and, and it's amazing. I feel like almost like a new babe in Christ. You remember back in the beginning when you were green and you were hungry for this word? You know, I feel like I've fallen back in love with the word just for what it is. And, and I feel like uh, I've been studying not to preach but to live. And I feel amazing having been rested. Mm -hmm. And I want you to feel the same. I've been hearing from God more clearly 
there's something that has been a bother for many months regarding what to do with a certain situation. And during my time of fasting, in a matter of days, I look up and God has downloaded the answer and the plan of action. Mm -hmm. I don't think you heard me. There's been something that's been a bother for months. And I took a time to rest. And I took a time to pray. And I took a time to fast. And I took a time to stop being so busy to sit down and hear from God. And he gave me an answer that I've been searching for for months in a matter of days. And he did it so smooth. Do you ever had God to do something so smooth that you had to wake up and realize that he did it? Like, oh, yeah, I was asking you for this. And it, now it's just, it's done. Yeah, that's what God wants to do when you do what? Rest. Oh, y'all got it. <laughs> and so he gave me a plan of action. Somebody say action. Action, action, action. Speaking of action, what if I told you that rest is an action word? <laughs> that's what I found out, y'all. Don't, don't, don't feel so guilty because when you're resting, God told me I'm working. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. When, when you're resting, I, I, I'm still working and, and, and you're still working in me and therefore rest is an action word. I have gotten more done resting than I've gotten done in a long time being a workaholic. Mm -hmm. And so another thing he said to me is that I need you to be still enough to hear. You ever had, I don't know about y'all, you know, I'm a, I'm a foodie, and uh, my family, we're restaurant lovers. And, and so sometimes, have you ever been at a restaurant and, you know, the waiter or the waitress, they're like, yeah, yeah, uh, what you say? I hear you, I hear you, I'm listening. They might be at the thing, you know, at the little computer. I'm listening, I hear you. And you, you don't feel good about that. It's like you're not giving me attention. I need, I need you to, to, to be still so that you can hear what I'm saying. A little child, you're trying to tell them what to do, and they're just a plan, and they're just a running. You get them still and make sure that you have their attention before you speak. Because when God speaks, it's too important to miss. You don't need bits and you don't need pieces. And when God speaks, that's not the time to start trying to do context clues. I think I heard that part and I heard that part. Next thing you know, God has called you and instructed you to be over here and you are back there somewhere because you weren't still enough to listen. You weren't still enough to hear. Sometimes we run and we do and we do and we do and we think we're all good, but then we wonder why something feels off or we wonder why something isn't garnering results like it used to. But oftentimes we missed the next instruction. As a preacher, when the preacher is not still, he may start delivering a word that is stale. I don't know if, if he told me that to share with other preachers or to warn me. I don't know. But he, he told me that when the preacher is not still, he may start delivering a word that is stale. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so this is the season that I'm in. This is what God has been dealing with 
with me, and I know that you can learn something from it. Laborers. I had a word for y'all before all this. I had a word for y'all. I was ready and everything, and then the Lord starts speaking about this, and I'm like, but they need to know what I was about to say. <laughs> and then, Lord, you know how we talk to God as if he's not all-knowing it. Why in the world would you have me to give a message about rest on Labor Sunday? <laughs> Shouldn't I be talking about getting to work, yeah. laboring in the vineyard? <laughs> nah. Mm -mm. Because what he told me is that rest is a part of laboring. It's a part of it. Yeah, we're still in line, and we're still on pace with today because resting is a part of laboring. In fact, laborers, you won't be an effective laborer unless you know how to rest. And so there are a few things that God wants you to know. Some of these things I might mention, and then we might go deeper into them in the weeks to come. But I want you to know that rest is not a sin, and rest is not a bad word. Rest is not a sin, and rest is not a bad word. Let me prove it to you. Let's look at Genesis, uh, Genesis 2 and 2, and we're going to go 2 through 3. Um, it says this, and on the seventh day, God ended his work, which he had done, and he rested. We can stop right there. <laughs> who, who rested? God. What, what God? Our God? Yeah. The one, the true and the living God, the creator of the world? Yeah. He rested on the seventh day from all his work, which he had done? He rested on the seventh day. But if we weren't obedient to God, David could have been gone on. It had been seven years. I could have just kept on trucking, and it had been seven years before I was obedient to the rest. Verse 3 says, then God blessed the seventh day and sanctified it because in it he rested, he rested, he rested from all his work which God had created and made. It's all right to do the work, but it's all right also to do the rest. God rested. If God rested, then who in the Superman cape do you think you are to not have to? If God rested, I know for sure I got to rest. If God rested, for sure you got to rest. Listen, after creating <laughs> the world in which we know it, God said, listen, I'm taking a sabbatical. <laughs> yeah, that's what it was. It was a sabbatical. In the word sabbatical, if you look at the etymology of the word and you study its root and the breakdown, you see the word Sabbath. The word Sabbath lies inside of sabbatical. And uh, the Hebrew sabbat means to rest or to rest from labor. This is biblical. 
Sabbatical in the Greek is sabbatikos, which means of the Sabbath, okay? So, so this thing, it was a part of the law of Moses. Uh, uh, it even made the top ten. <laughs> Jesus came to fulfill the law, and so the law shows God's heart toward things. And so just like God didn't change his mind about killing, thou shalt not kill, right? We, we don't live according to the law. We live according to grace. However, he didn't change his mind about killing, being wrong. Uh-huh. And he didn't change his mind about how he wants us to love God and love people. Amen. Well, he also feels the same way he felt about rest. Freedom from the law may not restrict you in terms of what specific day to rest or what to wear while you're resting. But God still wants his people to rest. There remaineth the rest. What if I told you when you are at rest, God is still at work? What if I told you that without the rest, there would be no work, at least no effective work? What if I told you, and I don't want to get too ahead of myself in the series, but while you are resting and while you are sleeping, your body is repairing itself. Will you let God repair you? There's beauty in the believer's rest. Because when things get done while I'm resting, I know it was God. <laughs> I couldn't take no credit for this stuff that's been going on in the last five weeks because it hasn't been me. And so I have been giving God even more glory because while I was resting, it's obvious that you were working. See, when they get done while I'm working, sometimes I may get confused that it's my efforts and, 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 and not my, uh, uh, or it's my work, it's my anointing and not God using me in spite of my weakness. Rest gives you the opportunity to see who's always at work. Huh. I'm going to start dropping some nuggets. Rest gives you insight. Rest gives you vision. Listen, when you rest, you're not missing something. You're gaining something. When you rest, when you rest, you're not releasing something, you're renewing something. And watch this. This is for my laborers, but this is for everybody. Your yes is connected to your rest. You're saying yes today. You're saying yes to God. You're saying yes to your leadership. You're saying yes to God's people in service. And I want to let you know that your yes is connected to your rest. There's a direct connection. Uh, let's look at Mark 631. These are some scriptures that we're going to be um, attending to throughout this month in the course of this series. And I want you to write them down now. And I want you to go back and, and read them and uh, spend some time with them this week. Is that all right? Mark 631 says, and he said to them, come aside by yourselves. And that's another thing. By yourselves, by yourselves, the Lord didn't instruct me to call anybody else to do this fast with me. He didn't instruct me to even ask my wife to do it with me. By yourself. We got to be okay with doing some stuff by ourselves. 
Because what God is doing in you in this season may be something totally different than he's doing in somebody else. So don't, don't throw them off. Just listen to what God said concerning you. And he said to them, come aside by yourself to a deserted place and rest a while. For there were many coming and going, and they did not even have time to eat. Have you ever been in that situation where you're just coming and going, and you realize you forgot to eat? Oh, that's not me. But I heard some people go through that. I already told you a long time ago, there's two things that I won't forget to do. Eat and sleep. Now, mind you, sleeping is different from resting, and that's another point. But, um, yeah, I, I never forget to do that. But I hear that some people you know, get to moving, and they actually forget to eat. I don't know how that happened, but. <laughs> you know, somebody got to explain that to me, but I believe you. you. I mean, you say that's a thing, it's a thing. Exodus 23.12. Exodus 23.12, that's another Another scripture that we're going to be looking at in this series. Six days you shall do your work, and on the seventh day you shall rest, that your ox and your donkey may rest, and the son of your female servant and the stranger may be refreshed. Hmm. Refreshed. Anybody want to be refreshed? Refreshing comes at the hands of resting. Exodus 33:14, and I'm almost about ready to take my seat so that we can get on with elevation. All right, Exodus 33 and, and 14. Got you. Let's look at that one. Anybody have it? You got it? Let's read that for me. He said, my presence will go with you, and I will give you rest. That's it. That's it. Yeah. Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden. He said, I will give you rest. My presence will go with you, and you will be at rest, is what the scripture says. I'm so glad that while I was resting, his presence went with me. I, I, I'm so glad about that. Um, Matthew 11 28 through 30. Matthew 11, 28 through 30. Does somebody have that one? Now, this, listen, I want that one in the Amplified, and then I want somebody else to get it in the message. Eleven twenty-eight. You got it? Come on, listen, you, you, you had that, uh, you know, that, that radio voice. You was ready. Worn out. Are you tired? Worn out? Burned out on religion? Come to me. Get away with me, and you'll recover your life. I'll show you how to take a real rest. Walk with me. Work with me. Watch how I do it. <laughs> Learn the unforced rhythms of grace. I won't lay anything heavy, ill, Ill or ill-fitting on you. Keep company with me, and you'll learn to live freely and lightly. Come on. Yeah. 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 Is that the message or the 
the message. All right, who has the amplifier? Okay, here we go. Now you got to read like that now. <laughs> Come to me. No. <laughs> Come to me, all who are weary and heavily burdened by religious rituals that provide no peace, and I will give you rest, refreshing your souls with salvation. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, following me as my disciple. For I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest, renewal, blessed quiet for your souls. For my yoke is easy to bear, and my burden is light. Amen. Now, I said, Lord, y'all know what just happened? On my watch, it just came up, the Bible app, rest. Come to me, all ye that labor. And a heavy lady, and I will give you rest. But then I saw it says, Shanice Virgil created a verse image. <laughs> you better create that verse image. I, I saw I said, well, Lord, you're really working? I, I didn't even know that was the scripture today. <laughs> Ooh, did I not rest long enough? <laughs> Let's give our readers a hand. <laughs> I'm almost done, y'all, but Check this out. So when I was when I was entering, especially this last week, you know, because the Lord instructed me to turn up the heat on this last week, and as I was going through this time of fasting, even even with social media, I I would oh I would so implore all of you to start with taking a week off of social media. I didn't think I could do it, but I did it. I know y'all saw a post that was First Lady posting for me before y'all say I'm lying. <clears throat> That was First Lady posting for me because we still got to get the word out. Elder Jashelle was preaching. We had to, you know, but just fly out for me. But <clears throat> that, that, that break from social media, it really did something. And I wanted to do something to you because I believe that a lot of us don't realize our dependence on it. A lot of us don't realize that uh, social media has, has actually become an addiction of ours. Mm-hmm. It's become a part of the fabric of our livelihood in that apart from it, we don't remember how it was before it got there. You remember when you could use the restroom without feeling like you had to take your phone to scroll? How did you used to do what you do? <laughs> You ha listen, we, we, you haven't had Facebook all your life. You've been using the restroom longer than you've been Facebooking. Y'all remember the challenge? Y'all remember that challenge I gave you? What challenge was that? I forgot. The capacity challenge. And for a whole week, y'all remember, we had to not take that phone into the bathroom. That was a Wapsie challenge. I don't know how many of you survived. But I put it out there. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, and, and challenge yourself. Chal challenge yourself. Because y'all would be surprised how much we miss God. For scrolling. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We miss God for scrolling. Because there were times this week where I knew I would be scrolling. And it was a moment where God was speaking. And I said, my God, do you always speak at this time? I wouldn't know because 
while he's speaking, I'm scrolling. But guess what? When the teacher teaches, it's his responsibility to teach, and it's your responsibility to be there, and it's going to be on the test even if you weren't paying attention. So some of us are being tested on some stuff, and we're looking crazy because I don't remember you giving me the answers to this. No, you were absent. No, you were in class, but you weren't paying attention. No, you were not listening to me. I'm trying to give you everything you need to pass the test. And I'm up here rolling and you scrolling. When are we going to wake up and pay attention and make God the sovereign God of our lives? When are we going to make him the most important thing? When are we going to make him the most important voice? When are we going to make his image the most important image? More important than what comes on the news feed and more important than what scrolls through the camera roll and more important than what goes on the Insta feed. He's the most important thing. And God, I'm sorry for giving them your attention. It belongs to you, God. And from this day forward, I'm determined to silence the noise. I'm determined to not get consumed, but I'm determined to consume myself in the things of you so that you can do the work that you want to do in me. I wish I had five people who were excited to join me in this quest to rest yeah 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 somebody ought to give them glory somebody ought to give them praise hallelujah 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 I'm here to tell you church that he has a word for you he's ready to speak to whomever is ready to listen he has a plan for you he has a word for you he wants to talk to you. He wants to walk with you. He wants to show you some stuff, but he needs you to sit down somewhere and make time to listen. I told First Lady, I said, listen, now watch. I'm off social media this week. I'm going to miss a baby announcement. I already know everything going to be going off this week. I already know. I told her that. Monday. She was scrolling and said, oh, my goodness, such and such is having a baby. Oh, my goodness, such and such just posted that they closed on their new home. I ain't eat Chick-fil-A this week, Lord God. <laughs> but I stopped at Chick-fil-A for First Lady, and I used my Chick-fil-A app. <laughs> and I opened the app, and they didn't change stuff on the app, so I even missed the update. <laughs> I said, Lord, did everything change? So listen, when you're praying and when you're fasting and when you're resting, you're going to miss some stuff. Listen, I started thinking about people start talking about stuff that was on people's story. Y'all know it's gone after 24 hours. I ain't going to see that ever. But you're going to miss some stuff when you're praying and fasting and resting. But would you rather miss stuff or would you rather miss God? Would you rather miss the update on their life or would you rather miss the update that God has on yours? When you rest, when you pray, when you fast, when you 
consecrate time for God. You will miss stuff, but beloved, you won't miss God. (laughs) And God is so much more valuable than stuff. I can't afford to miss God. I, I just, I, I literally can't afford to miss God. I can't afford to miss God. You can't afford to miss God. You can afford to miss stuff. Stuff is going to happen with or without you. But what God has called you to do, he needs you to show up for. Oh, I'm so glad that he's been spending this time with me because I've been making time to spend with him. And I'm so glad that he walks with me and he talks with me and he tells me that I'm his own. And the joy I share as I tarry there, none other has ever known. I've been standing on the solid rock. I haven't been standing on social media. I haven't been standing on none of y'all. I've been standing on the rock. His name is Jesus. And he's been holding me up. And while he's holding me, he's talking to me. Got a text message. A long text message, but a part of it said, I thank God for you and Carmen every day. You don't know how much your lives and y'all's yes to the call encourages me to stay strong and push through, even to remain pure and greater than that to answer the real call on my life. And it's just amazing to me this person said that they've been wanting to share this for a while. But I think that God had them to share this with me during my time of rest because he wanted to remind me that as the theme was from the conference this weekend, it kept coming up, nations are waiting on your obedience. Your yes is not just for you. There's a young man, there's a young woman coming behind you that is dependent upon your rest. They need to see an example of godliness in the earth. They need to see an example of integrity. They need to see an example of godly obedience. They want to follow something. And those that want to follow God, they can do so by following you. And so I want to remind you, if nothing else sticks out in your mind, I want to remind you laborers. And I want to remind you church that your yes is connected to your rest. Come on, let's give God some glory. I said, come on, let's give God some glory. Let's give him some praise. Let's stand to our feet all over the building and just thank God for being a God who wants to spend time with us. Thank God for being a God who counts it not robbery to speak to us. Hallelujah. And to walk with us and to talk with us. God, we thank you. Somebody shout rest. Rest. Rest.